Ontario doctors, they are calling for health care to be prioritized ahead of next week's provincial election. Dr. Lisa Solomon is with the OMA and joins us now for more on this. Doctor, good afternoon. Appreciate your time. Thanks for having me today. All right. Polls show it's a top issue. Has the OMA, has the organization been disappointed by the lack of attention that health care has received in this campaign? Well, I don't think so. I actually think that healthcare has received a lot of attention in this campaign. If you recall, there has been a lot of promise from all three parties to invest in various aspects of healthcare, including new infrastructure, such as many hospitals across the province that you know are in dire need of a new infrastructure, uh, a commitment to uh, building more long-term care, a commitment to um, more uh, hiring more nurses and PSWs for home care, a commitment to mental health and addictions as well. So I actually think that we are hearing from all of the parties that um, you know. Healthcare is a priority in this election. We definitely know from, uh, you know, from the population, from people of Ontario, that this is their number one priority in this election. All right. So when it comes to things such as uh, wait times, let's talk about that a little bit more in depth, because that seemingly has been an election issue for the last, uh, oh, I don't know, 12, 15 uh, elections. Uh, what is the latest there when it comes to uh, wait times, doctor? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, the pandemic unfortunately made our wait times even longer. And so, you know, in Toronto particularly, we have longer wait times for joint replacements like hip replacements and knee replacements, as well as even waiting for things like MRI. And so, you know, it's the, the issue with uh, Toronto specifically is there is such a variation across the, the city even. You know, some places uh, most people can get get in within the appropriate amount of time, the recommended amount of time, whereas other other areas of the city, even never mind the whole province, people are waiting longer than what is recommended. So, you know, um, the OMA in their prescription for Ontario has made some recommendations to try to help with the surgical backlog in particular with the development of what's called independent ambulatory centers. And they have shared it with all the political parties. And we really hope that whoever gets elected in this election Election, we'll work with the OMA and try to create these uh, facilities to help with the surgical backlog. I was going to ask you that very question. Whoever is elected come election day, do uh, doctors, does the OMA, do they need to be, do they want to be better consulted when it comes to issues such as wait times, doctor shortages, and other healthcare matters? A hundred percent. I mean, this is key, and this is what we've really tried to do over the last many years is you know, we we know our patients. We know what our patients need. We are the ones working, be it in the community or in the hospitals or long-term care, um, in, in all aspects of healthcare. And we want to work with government as partners and help reduce wait times, help discuss how we can get more family doctors, how we can better care for our patients and what is needed. And you know, in this uh, prescription for Ontario, we have highlighted, you know, five key issues that we think will really help with um, with our health care. And we want to be involved and we are willing, you know, so many physicians are are willing and able to help, um, you know, our communities and uh, the people of Ontario get the health care that they deserve. Or you mentioned those five key issues other than wait times and doctor shortages. Uh, what else needs to be uh, addressed when it comes to health care in this province? Well, we need to expand mental health and addiction services in all communities. 
We need to invest and improve in our home care and our community care. Um, Like we said, with the doctor shortages, we need to make sure that every patient has a family doctor and a team of allied healthcare providers and that they're all connected digitally. So by the same electronic medical record that makes it easy for everybody to know all the information about their patient and really to make sure that we have strong public health and pandemic preparedness. I mean, we know right before the COVID pandemic, there were cuts to public health. And I think that the last two years has really showed us how important uh, public health um, is for us. And we really need to make sure that we have strong investments of that. And of course, making sure that we invest in long-term care and, and making sure that we really focus on Northern Ontario as well and giving them the services they need. All right. I only have 30 seconds, but let me ask you where we're standing, where we're sitting right now, Dr. Solomon. Do you believe that we're on the path to uh, getting better when it comes to uh, all of these issues? Are we on our way or is there concern amongst the OMA? So I think, you know, if you speak to doctors, you know, there's a lot of concern. We have a huge shortage of family doctors right now. One million Ontarians don't have a family doctor, and it hasn't been that bad since the early 2000s, uh, I believe. And I think there's a concern of even more of an exodus of family uh, doctors and a lack of people wanting to go into family medicine. So I really think that we're at a critical juncture right now. And whichever government gets elected really does need to work cooperatively with physicians, with the OMA, in order to improve things very quickly. All right. An important message. Dr. Solomon, many thanks for your time on this Friday. Have a good weekend. Thank you. You too. Dr. Lisa Solomon is with the OMA. And we're back after this. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.